Coming up in the Game on Australia podcast, episode 45. 45, Dad. I'm alive. 45. Oh, that's a good one. That's uh, nice and clean and tasteful Thank this you. week. <laughs> <laughs> For a change. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let me work on it. <laughs> a uh, top three news on the way. Esports coming to the Olympics in 2024. Um, the Overwatch Summer Games event is officially live, and Australians, wow, have we got something to be excited yeah. about. Um, Xbox Live subscription service that you've come across, Dan. And then we will lead into being sick of genres. Yes, I've got an interesting point about that, actually. Gutting news about gaming being cancelled. Oh, the pain. The pain. Oh, the pain oh, of it all. The pain of it all. Um, there's a, an amazing story about a Spanish esports team with, well, a, a very stiff sponsor. As <laughs> you could say, Dad. What do you reckon? <laughs> stiff and wet. Oh, God. Oh, it's moist. <laughs> Yeah. We stiff want, and moist. Yeah. We um, had a, a great uh, conversation on our Facebook page with our Game on Australia Facebook community. Thank you so much for being a part of this particular post. You're part of heaps of them anyway, but this one got them really talking. Yep. Um, how much have you spent on games? So we'll run through all of the comments from our Game on Australia Facebook community, which will lead into a duel. I've got you in my sights, Dan. Yes. Can't wait for that. Are you ready? I'm ready. Game on. Game on. All right, here we go. One. See one of our podcast rivals out there Ooh. from Hot Coffee. From Hot Coffee Podcast. Yeah. yeah. He hasn't, we mentioned him the other week and he hasn't even heard it. So, <laughs> you, <laughs> Sam. Suck it. Yes. Hey, uh, a little funny thing that I came across before we get into the uh, the podcast. By the way, welcome. Welcome. Um, so, there was this tweet by Super Deluxe at Super Deluxe, which you can find on the Game on Australia podcast Facebook page. It says, if you play Super Mario backwards, it's about a short guy who dumps a girl at a castle and runs like really fucking far away from her. <laughs> Well done. Really? Boom. That's awesome. <laughs> That's amazing. That's brilliant. Ah, oh, Dan, uh, welcome. Uh, my name is Pete. My name is Dan the Internet. And uh, we're here to just talk about gaming because we, we, we bloody love it. We bloody love it. We bloody love it. How gaming. bloody good's gaming? It's the best, mate. Oh, it is so absolutely good. the best. Oh, God. You know what else I love? What's that? Fucking gaming. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How good is it? Uh, in episode 45, as we record this in Perth on uh, Thursday, the 10th of August, just coming up to about midday over here. Yep. Um, all the usuals, please check us out on iTunes. Give us a subscribe there. We're also on Android as well. And Podcast One, which we're partnering with very soon. You can also find us on your Qantas Jetstar uh, Qantas and Jetstar flights, Qantas both internationally and domestic. Jetstar is obviously a domestic service here in Australia. Um, check us out at the Game on Australia Facebook page and also at gameonaus.com. And what? a big shout out to our tech sponsors, PLE Computers. Quite frankly, you just can't escape us. We're you can't. Everywhere. We are everywhere. We're omnipresent. As we they are. Fair up you. <laughs> um, now, last week, Dan, just quickly before we get into top three, yeah. uh, I uh, gave you that gift from PLE Computers. Yes. It was the, the Asus. Asus gaming repeater. Yes. Right, for your Wi-Fi signal. So we're going to get to that 
uh, shortly. Yes. All right. To talk about how you've actually found it, whether or not it's improved your connection, all that sort of stuff. Yes, we are. All right. I can't wait to speak about that as well. All right. Top three news. Let's get into it. Esports coming to the Olympics. This is very exciting. This is super exciting. This is this gives hope to anyone. Now, um, we have heard recently that uh, Los Angeles will be picking up. I think it's the Olympics in 2028. Um, but uh, pretty much all but confirmed that France will host the Olympics in 2024. Mm. Now, considering that eSports is going to be a medal event at the 2022 Asian Games, uh, from what we've heard, and it's it's really only just a little bit of uh, information now, it's not a crazy amount, no. but um, there's a, an eSports federation behind um, bringing it to the Asian Games, and they are meeting with the International Olympic Committee, um, whether it be in the next month or you know sometime between now and when the 2024 Olympics for France are going to be, and they're going to pitch to them to have esports as an Olympic gold medal event. Well, mate, if handball's a bloody Olympic sport, then you know. Yeah, good point. Come on. Yeah, come on, guys. Let's get. I mean, this is super exciting, and I, you know, like anyone out there that um, is a gamer, and that what I love about this idea too is that it's anyone can be, can be involved. You don't have yeah. to be young and fit. You could be a 60 year old fat bloke. But if you're good at gaming and you're good at a particular game, then boom, you could be representing Australia. That's a very good point. Well, and, you I'm know, this, this really could open the Olympics up to a, a brand new audience as well. You know, gamers who aren't traditionally, and if anything, for quite some time throughout their lives, whether it be youth, teens, adolescents, whatnot, we're probably the kid at school that was picked on by the guy who was really athletically the gifted. Yeah. Right, the jock. So, you know, they've probably grown up with, well you olympics why do i even want to watch you if you know all the guys who actually play in you are complete assholes which they're not yeah right you know we no. know a lot of olympians through the job that we've had here yes. at the radio station they're generally for, lovely people lovely yes. beautiful people but yep. uh look i grew up with a lot of athletic guys who were dickheads you know and because i just i like to play video games well here's your here's a little story for you back in uh year 11 and 12 at sacred heart college here in perth where, uh, where is this young dan story this is young dan I was not only the gaming nerd, but I was also a jock. But what? I was considered a nerd. Whoa. Yeah. I was really good at sport. We only played, we played basketball. We were obsessed with basketball and played it yeah. morning, noon, and after school. Yeah. And um, we were considered the nerds. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we were assholes to ourselves. So did you feel like you were infiltrating the jocks or were you infiltrating the nerds? No, I was in- infiltrating the jocks, I think, because I'm a nerd at heart. But, um, did and you I- get to go to the jocks parties? No, no, no. Go, you didn't no, go to the jocks party. No, that's the thing. Dude, it's like... You, I know. You know what? Because you Cause I, was, I was excluded for being a jock. Well, no, but the thing is, you would have been the guy who, like, the ladies there would have been like, well, you know what? He's a nerd, but he's also a jock. He's a bit of a mystery. An enigma. No. <laughs> I wrapped didn't. in a riddle. I didn't. But speaking of, and speaking of representation, because this is what I'm talking about, this is yours and my chance to represent our country. It's something we're bloody good at, right? Yep. Well, you know, self-proclaimed. Um, what are you going to do, golf? <laughs> You're gonna do competitive esports golf. Yeah, well, actually, it could be a thing. Could be. What? Well, no, they'd... well, golf might be because golf is actually a sport now. What do you reckon they play? It'll be something like an Overwatch, or it'll be a team event. I reckon. I would. I would have to say that they would probably play. Won't be solo. No. Um. They would play a, definitely a team sport. Definitely strategic. I would think. I, in terms of, I'm, I'm thinking about this from a how do we get the most people involved for for this to be a gold medal event. And for that, I think they'd need broad appeal. So it would have to be something that would be easy to get. So I don't think they would do a Dota or they, I don't think they'd do a League of Legends. No. Because the average person can't really look at it and understand what's going on. The only thing that might hammer any of this, these ideas is the um, whole um, violence and games, which, which I don't have a problem with, but Overwatch 
But what about what about Olympic boxing? Yeah, well, no, that's true. That's you know, true. I mean, I mean, guys... I, like I said, I, I, it's not, this is me thinking about them. I agree with you. I reckon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Olympic boxing's brutal. It is. It's brutal. Well, the best of the best in the world compete. You know, the wrestling in Olympics is brutal as well. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But you know, it's all done under the sanctioned rules of the Olympic Committee. So is the beach volleyball. Those costumes are <laughs> right up there. <laughs> 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 Was that you, motor buddy? <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> um, but no, like I, I understand what you mean, and I, I look that I'm sure we'll get some sort of consideration. But maybe it'll be a game with stylized violence and not really hardcore stuff. Like it definitely won't be a Call of Duty or a Battlefield, or if it's a first-person shooter, it could be an Overwatch because it lends itself to the esports space. Mm. Um, I struggle to think whether or not it would be something like a FIFA. Even though FIFA would be perfect. It would be perfect. You, it's easy to get. People yeah. know what soccer is. Um, they know it's what well, video games it's are. already got a wide audience right. through TV and stuff. Yeah. Well, ESPN is covering mm. FIFA in esports these days, you mm. know. So the only thing I think would be an issue is that real soccer, like, a, like non-digital soccer, non-virtual soccer, is, uh, is a gold medal event. So That's right. I don't know if they would look at that and go, well, is it taking spectators away and so on and so forth? But really, they could do that for any sort of thing. It's, you know, it, it, won't, it won't be something that competes with the real life version of it. I don't think it can't be. What about Pong? <laughs> could be, could be Olympic ping, ping pong. pong. Well, ping is, pong. It, is it Olympic ping pong? Could be it Olympic be. ping pong. Um, it, you know, who knows? It's, yeah. It is exciting though. You know, and um, like I said, I, I've flirted a few times with um, the thought of representing your country in something, right? Yeah. Uh, not that I've ever been good enough to represent Australia, but I was just going to tell you a quick story about how, and this leads into number two in the uh, news stories. Right. So back in 1999, when um, Holland made the World Cup of Cricket, right? Yeah. And as, as in, in Holland, the As in the, the Netherlands, yeah. as you know, and people probably don't know this, but I've got Dutch heritage. My dad was born in Holland, flew out, uh, flew out, came out in a boat in 1953, yeah. right? So, but I'm half, essentially half Dutch. Um, I sent them an email. <laughs> The Netherlands cricket board saying, G'day, g'day from Australia. It's Dan here, right? <laughs> oh my, nah. Yeah. And I said, um, I've just seen you guys have uh, made the uh, World Cup um, finals. Congratulations. If you're looking for a um, Dutch, half Dutch type, you know, cricketer. What a nerd. I am available. And m- myself and my brother, because my brother's pretty bloody good at cricket too. Yeah. Um, and send it off. <laughs> Did you get a reply? No. <laughs> <laughs> And I think it's because there's a few reasons why, but they're probably going, who's this fucking loser? But also, um, I wrote the thing in English because <laughs> the whole website was in Dutch. Oh, of course, right. I, I can't speak a word of Dutch, yeah. right? But I probably should have translated it to Dutch and then sent it for a start. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, so I've had a few um, attempts at trying to represent a country in something. And well, this, this could be this your could shot. could be our chance, man. This really could Maybe be your Maybe you and I could go for something. Well, I could go in for something. Is there like a two-player game that we could Bloody oath there is. Like we bring the trash talk too. Yeah. Actually, you know what would be good if they could get it across the line? Um, oh, no. Nah. Actually, no, nah, probably not. I was thinking maybe Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, PUBG. But the thing is, it's it's like it's it's a battle royale, 40 people knocking each other out, you know, so... Anyway, um, so look, we, look, we wait with bated breath. Uh, first thing that they actually have to do is is get it across the line with the the International Olympic Committee. Yep. So let's see what that, uh, let's see who they can bribe to get it in. Exactly. Controversial. <laughs> 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 um, so we'll see how we go with that. Now, uh, top bit of news number two: Overwatch uh, Summer Games. We talked about this last week um, when we found out a whole heap of details from Jeff Kaplan, uh, the head cheese 
at uh, Overwatch at Team Blizzard mm. um, about summer games coming around, new things happening, new things being dropped, including legendary skins. You know I love playing this game for mm. picking up legendary skins. And this is a story that you can see on GameOnAUS.com. Probably the most uh, parochial, strayer, Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi. Thank yeah. you, Blizzard. You really know what you're oh, doing, they do, mate. They don't they? They're amazing. Um, if you don't get this skin, you're not trying hard enough at being an Australian. <laughs> right? But uh, Summer Games came out this, this uh, week, as in you can actually play them, and I have been playing them, and Junkrat has an Australian green and gold with the baggy green cap cricket team oh, skin. Mate. And he looks fantastic. He looks he? so good. He just looks... What I love about this more than anything is that, you know, I, I've been to America a few times in the last three or four years, right? Probably four or five times. Mm-hmm. And I think there is actually a genuine curiosity about cricket over there. I, um, if you get talking to a few people, they actually ask about it and they go, oh, they've heard about it. You know, they, what's this sport called cricket? And you try to explain to them, right? I would imagine it would have the same sort of interest as we would have in NFL over here. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, exactly. You right? know, like it's, we, we know enough about it mm. and it's interesting, but we also want to know why you get so excited about it. Yeah, I, well, I'd agree with that. And I actually quite like NFL. I, I, oh, it's, I like it's it a sport as well. I will watch if it's on TV. Um, the point being is that um, I think this does more for cricket in a in a, in a um, country like America, than actually actually cricket does. Yeah, right. Okay. Because well, it, it exposes he looks cool. it to a new audience, doesn't he's it? He's got the great the, the beautiful shirt on. You know, he he's what, what was his weapon a stump or a, a cricket bat? No. So he's got um. I'll, I'll explain it. Like he's got the proper um like cage for his face and oh, everything. Oh yeah. So the helmet. Right. He's wearing the baggy green uh, on top of his helmet. Beautiful. Um. He's still the junk rat with the you know flamey sort of hair, but the hair's settled down a little bit. It's a little bit more you know Aussie blonde cricketer sort of thing. Um. <clears throat> he's 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 got a peg leg because in the story in his uh, in the Overwatch universe verse he blew it off right yeah um, because he's a bombs expert so well expert um, but uh, they've replaced the peg leg with a cricket bat brilliant. which looks amazing brilliant he's got the pads on and everything yeah um, but he's got uh, the wicket keeper's gloves on yeah. as well yeah um, and he's he's got a his his Weapon, right? He's got a few different weapons. He's got a trap that he can lay. Yeah. Um, he's got a mine that he can drop as well. But his main weapon is in the boom, 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 just shooting gun FPS style, is a uh, gun that lobs little round grenades. Yep. Right? And they bounce around they explode. They're cricket balls. Oh. So it's they, they, they have done their homework so much over at Blizzard with this game. Is it an American company, Blizzard? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. that then that's what I love about it. It's like they they've done their research, they've done their due diligence and they've um you know, they they've been true to I guess the character. We are talking about a um company here who have made StarCraft, who have made the Diablo series, who made World of Warcraft. Yeah. You know, like so as they far know, as they know their shit. They know their shit. Yeah. They know what they're doing. But yeah, uh, yeah Overwatch has just taken it to another level. So yeah. well, that um, story well was great. So make sure uh, if you're listening, <clears throat> go and check it out because uh, Pete did a great job. Thank you. You can also see a video that I put together because I went through all the skins, the legendary skins, one by one last night. Mm. Um, and the video is up at the Game on Australia Facebook page. Mm. Actually, 
a minute ago. It's just gone past midday. Oh, you scheduled it. we record this. You smart little boy. Look man. at me go. Look at you go. Social. Mr. Social Media. Um, now, the other thing, just quickly, some of the other skins um, are really cool. But in particular, my favorite is um, Soldier 76. Yeah. Because there's this whole thing from the community, which is just vibing this at the moment, um, about how he's he's like the dad of the team. Right? Yeah, right, his dad. He's one of his voice line is young punks. Get off my lawn, <laughs> right? He's the one who voices out. I've got you in my sights segment. Uh, I've got right. you in my sights. That's him, right? Um, he's actually his legendary skin is a Soldier seventy six. It's got the seventy six on the back. It's a Hawaiian shirt. <clears throat> Brilliant, right? Yeah. It's a um a barbecue apron ah, yes. with a few different bits and pieces like in it. Like it, like uh, it. I can't remember what the bloody apron says, but anyway, it's something funny. Um, and he's wearing socks with sandals. Oh yeah, and his and his shorts because this summer games it's summer games at the beach. That's the whole theme of this. Love it. So, uh, really well done. Brilliant. Uh, you can go and check that out now on Overwatch if you want to go ahead and play it. Sydney, Australia is a really nice arena to play in for Lucio Ball as well. Mm. Top bit of news number three, Dan. We've been talking about this for quite some time, subscription services. It turns out Xbox Live has one. Yes. And we're not talking about their usual sort of one. No. But one for what? Old, older for, games? For retro games? Yeah. So um, we talked about this last week and this is probably shame on me for not bringing it up earlier because I only just noticed it uh, the other day when I was flicking through... Um, Xbox Live Marketplace, but there's actually a thing called Game Pass, $10 a month that you get access to games to, free, to freely download and play. Um, I guess... What that, games are we talking here? Are we talking uh, anything? No, we're talking, yeah, there's um, NBA, K2, NBA 2K16. Uh, I'm just pulling it up now. Oh, yeah, Rory McIlroy Golf, just for you. Bam, <laughs> 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 bam. You can play And, and it, it, it's... Um, I'm just loading up the... Malcolm and this internet, Malcolm. Malcolm, Malcolm so Bibble. slow. Malcolm, what are you doing? Right. Dead Rising Three, NBA Two K Sixteen, Saint Row, Saints Row Four, Dirt Rally, Tekken Tag Tournament Two, Limbo, Halo Five, Metal Slug, um, Feronic, So wow. Many Me. So it's got like a Halo real two, Mad Max Dead Island. So it's a real like varied lot of games that you can go. Yeah, there. it is, and uh, it's I guess replacing. You know. Uh, I was going to tell you this, Pete, I always have these ideas in my head where I don't act on it or I don't do anything. I make this grand statement about something and then sure enough, I sit on my, sit on my hands and it comes true and I end up looking like a dickhead because I should have acted on it. So I said about 15 years ago that I thought, I remember clearly where I was. I was in a suburb called Vic Park. We mm. live in Vic Park here in Perth. It's a, a inner city suburb. And it was would have been about 2002 or three. And I said to my, my then girlfriend, now wife, uh, Liana, um, you know what? I think physical media is dead. This is when DVD stores were all the rage. And she goes, what do you mean? I said, well, it's going to get to a point where physical media, you don't, won't need, you know, this one used to burn data to, to, uh, CD-ROMs. Yeah, yeah. Not even on USBs. Yeah. But even USBs are now redundant, right? Yeah. Because you now use, tra- you, 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 tra- you transfer, you use clouds and Everything's stuff, Everything's right? in the cloud. Exactly. You and were this, a prodigy. Well, but again, I didn't, I did nothing. I should have gone invested in bloody, you know, USBs. Yeah. The point being is that this is replacing the bargain bin at JB Hi-Fi. Yeah, it is. Because why yeah, don't why go and spend fifteen bucks on it, which is what they charge for those bargain bin games? Where I could I could pay one hundred twenty bucks a year and have access to probably two hundred games that I want to download. And you know, it's funny every time my and this is the way. Just on that line of thought, that I reckon most people's thinking is going. Every time I go into a JB Hi-Fi now or an EB Games or something like that. And I look at the rack and I look at the prices. And by the way, this will come up in, I've got you in my sites uh, segment a little bit later mm. on. Um, 
the first thing that goes through my mind is, can I get it cheaper online? Yeah. You know, like, because I'm I'm really looking at um, not the mainstream games these days. Like, I'm looking at playing little-known titles or indie games and stuff, stuff that isn't your usual sort of popular stuff from the big guys. Yep. Because I want something a little bit different. Different. You yeah. know, I've, yep. I've been playing the same games for so long. I want something a little bit different, a little bit unique. And um, that's the issue, I think, that these, like, brick-and-mortar stores have to address is that they are battling the digital space. They're battling online. Because you and I have spoken extensively about how much it costs to actually buy a game online digital store. Yeah, yeah. Right? Now, sometimes it's, the difference is ridiculous. You can actually get it cheaper at a JB or an EB you, you or something can, like yeah, that, right? Yep, yep. Your big titles. Yep. And sometimes the difference is as high as maybe 30 or 40 bucks. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It, it's ridiculous. But for the most part, you'd walk into a JB Hi-Fi and the first thought is, is this cheaper online? That's right. And it's um, it's a bigger conversation, not just gaming, but you talk about music, you know. So music's gone from, in the last five years, maybe, maybe a bit longer, but it's gone from that thought of owning the music to renting the music. Yeah. So well, you, Spotify. You, you, you purchase a Spotify account and do it that way, right? Um, and it makes a lot of sense. Uh, I don't think movies have got that to that point yet because you still buy DVDs or you You're... go you, Netflix, but Netflix are all old, old films. Not all of them. Although, mind you, there's originals, right? Although, like, and the Netflix, the one thing Netflix has done right, which, you know, Stan and a couple of the others are trying to do, and they're slowly getting there, but is the Netflix originals, you know, like all the, like Daredevil and um, uh, a heap of the sort of Marvel Universe stuff. Yep. um, You know, House of Cards. Yep. Like, there's, there is a lot of really great original stuff. But what about stuff? What about something like Deadpool? which um, I'm not sure if you can get on Netflix. I'm pretty sure you can't. I don't know. I haven't had it's a look. It's probably still on like Apple, um, on iTunes, right? Well, for me... But I... that's still owning <clears throat> it. That's not renting it. You should, you should pay a per use. You, should, you reckon you should pay a per use? Yeah. What, for something like a Netflix? No, 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 no. For something like um, a, a, a newish movie. Deadpool's probably a bad example because it's quite old, but I'm trying to think of a movie that's only just left the cinema. There's still that weird... Um, I think their mentality is still send it to DVD first and then put it on Well, their mentality is, let's take Guardians of the Galaxy, for example, Volume 2. Yeah. Okay? Oh, perfect. Perfect. Right? Okay. Perfect. So that that is literally, I think it was uh, the 8th of this month, so two days ago that appeared on Blu-ray on DVD. Now, this is part of the collector in me coming out and going, well, I love this space. I love this genre. So I went out and I bought the DVD, right? Because I just, I want it on the rack. Yeah. But, uh, rack. Uh, rack. Ah, boobies. <laughs> There's a lot of things, though, that I just, I go, well, I've got Netflix for that, so I don't, yeah. I don't need to buy the DVD anymore. And I think um, I think the other thing, which is really important, though, which, which is going to be really interesting to see, is that a lot of these companies are starting to cotton on to the fact that they can do this themselves. They can be their own Netflix. I think it was yesterday... Disney announced. Oh yes, yeah. I did hear. Disney that. announced that it's pulling all of their stuff off Netflix. Yeah. All the Star Wars stuff was the reason why I got a Netflix yeah, account in the first place. And now Disney's gone. Well, hang on. We've got all of this unique content that is ours. Yeah. Why don't we just put together our own Netflix? Yeah. Right, like Disney Flix or something like yeah. that. So th- and then and then Dick, comes Dick, then Dick, comes this next problem. Dick Flix. Dick Flix. <laughs> Dick Flix. <laughs> Then comes this next problem, yeah. right? There are so many of them. I'm at the stage now where I'm getting to where I don't want a bar of it, right? Because you've got 
Stan, you've got Netflix. Disney's going to put one out soon. You've got Apple TV. Mm. You've got all of these different streaming services that Mm. are all starting to generate their own content. It's a wicked age that we live in, Mm. right? You've got Foxtel Go or Now, Mm. whatever it's called, right? It's a wicked age that we live in in terms of we are saturated with with unique content. But that's also a problem because there is almost too much out there. And there's only so many hours in the day. Right. And I get to a stage every now and again where I just go, I, I I don't know... I don't even know where to start, so I'm just not going to touch it. I'm just no. I walk away. Like it's it, and I saw this happen to um uh my way of sort of consuming content a little while ago. And that was when we first got Netflix, we would spend probably half an hour, actually whether it be on Netflix or the PlayStation store, half an hour flicking through all of the titles, mm-hmm. trying to find something. Mm. Right, And then you go, oh, well, you know what? We've only got a limited amount of time. So if we watch this, we can't watch that. And then it gets to the stage where you just go, well, fuck it. I'm out. Yeah, like, yeah. I, there's, there's shitloads out there. Yeah. And it's a bit of a problem, frankly. Well, it is. And um, I find this move by Xbox pretty refreshing. Um, let's hope. I mean, in the gaming space, it's a bit different because there's only really Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo. That are the three big players mm. on PC, but PC, well, Steam sort of is sort of streaming anyway, isn't well, it? Well, Steam's a shop front, it's, it's, like it's, it's a shop front, <clears throat> you know, like you, Steam, you're buying the game, aren't you? You're, not, you're, you're not, buying the game, you're not renting it. No, nah. so the, on Steam, there's free to plays and there's there's you know MMOs and there's all sorts of different genres of games. Yeah, and you buy the game, so you own the game, and then it's Steam is Steam is a is like your JB Hi-Fi, but it's it's on you know, in front of you. Yeah. You know what, I, I mean? what I love about this idea though, is that it takes away all that. I mean, you know, Dirt Rally, for example, I bought that game for 70 bucks, which is pretty much a year's subscription to this service. Yeah. And I played it for about a week and I hated it. Yeah. Now, if I'd had the, bought the service, I could have played it and gone, yeah, you know, and moved on to something else. I've, I, I actually think it's interesting that they charge you 80, 90 bucks a year to be a gold member. <laughs> <laughs> Gold member. But then also then, it's, so now we're looking at if you want to be a fully-fledged member of Xbox community with this pass and the membership for, to Gold, to yeah. Game Online, it's 200 bucks a year. Wow. Which is... That's a lot of money. a lot of money. You know, when there are huge titles coming out and yep. you're spending 180 well, bucks <laughs> or whatnot. Let, let's move on. Let's move to this a bit later when well, we talk about how much have you spent in gaming. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, so the, if you're listening right now and you're part of the Game on Australia Facebook community... You're probably one of the people who actually commented. We can't wait to read those comments out. They're going to be great. Absolutely. But um, the, just quickly, this was probably the only thing that I learned in accounting when I was at uni, yeah. the term opportunity cost. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I, I reckon for a lot of us out there, particularly in this day and age, you know, people talk about global financial crisis and stuff. It didn't really hit us all that much here in Australia, but we are at a stage at the moment where unemployment's pretty high. Um, you know, a lot of people don't have the money that they once did, particularly in Western Australia, and the boom was sort of going through here the last few years. And I reckon a lot of people put it through the filter of what opportunity is this going to cost me if I buy it? Yes. Or what opportunity is this going to cost me if I sit down here and watch this? Like how much of my time is it going to cost me taking me away from everything else? Yep. And I think I think it's only getting harder. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. I agree. Um, mate, we, we I can't even remember how we got onto the subject. So we were talking to Ross. I think we were talking to Ross no, here. So, yeah. So the next talk, thing we'll talk about is a bit of a bigger topic and chat about do you get sick of genres and it's actually come from this xbox live thing yeah because xbox live offer two games i think it's four games per month actually oh that's right games games for gold yeah yeah 
And I was sitting there last night. This Actually, today's show is all about segues, right? Because we do talk about this as well. Last night, my gaming, planned gaming with Ronald P. Corbett was um, cancelled by Ron. Bastard. <laughs> so I was sitting there twiddling my bloody thumbs, thinking, what could I do? Leanne, I wanted to watch bloody something. So I went, oh, oh I'll the Bachelor, no, Bachelor was on watch, last night. Yeah, she hasn't watched that. We'll get to that. Oh, that's sure, that's yeah. next week. I know. So I ended up um, playing GTA 4. And GTA 4, I'm having this love-hate thing because I'm. I, if people have been listening the last couple of weeks, I've started playing it again just to fill in the gaps. You know, I really want to play a Rockstar game. Um, that's the one I can play because it's backwards compatible. So I started playing it. But it's 10 years old. And there's certain parts of the game, like the playability last night, there was one mission where it's like, fuck, I've had enough of this. So yeah, I ended yeah. up chucking, chucking the shits. And I remember thinking, oh, I'm going to have a look. And I remember downloading Watch Dogs for free couple of months ago. Yeah. So I started playing Watch Dogs last night and it's a great game. I'm really enjoying it. But it struck me about 10 minutes in that it was just, it was just a GTA. That's all it is. It's GTA with hacking. Yeah. Yeah. And I love, I love, you know, it's a great game, but there were, there I was trying to outrun the cops and you have to get out of this little zone to, um, on the map to outrun them. Yeah. I was like, I'm just playing GTA here again. So it actually, um, made me think, am I a little bit sick of this, you know, open world uh, what would you call GTA? And well, what, you'd call it open world, genre? right? Um, it's like a crime type, uh, you know, I don't know exactly what sort of genre you'd put GTA in because it sort of covers a few different things. It you does, know? Right? Like it's, it, it's, it's not a first the, person shooter, but it's a shooter. Nah. You know, there's, cause there's an element of it's shooting in it. It's not full RPG, but there's, there's, you know, RPG elements to it. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit of everything, which is why it's got such huge broad appeal. Yeah. And I mean... At the time, I think Watch Dogs probably came out at a point where people weren't that sick of it. But I, I, I'm coming from a point where I've just played one and gone straight into another. So I'm, I'm thinking, well, you know what? I'm probably sick of playing those kind of games. So it, it's probably good now in a way that Red Dead Redemption 2 has been delayed because I'm going to buy that game yeah. day one. I bloody love the first one. But if I bought it right now, I'm probably going, yeah, I'm just a bit sick of these mission type. Go here, do this. It's, it's story-based missions, yeah. but, you know, it takes a while to do them, right? So what about Ghost Recon Wildlands, which were you were you were pumping out? For... Oh, I'm, I'm, well, I'm still into that, but see, that's a co-op game, and that's it. Yeah, it's a, a bit different, it's isn't it? It's a, a little bit it's different. A, it's a different element, but yeah. in saying that, if it was solo, I probably would be sick of that too, because yeah. it's the same thing. Go here, do this mission, you know, hijack that guy, do that. So maybe I need to just really mix it up and go and find a puzzle game or go and find a sports game, you know, like a pro Evo or, or, you know, a golf club too. Just something a little bit different. A different, that that's going to take me away <laughs> from that, what I've been doing for the last probably six months. Yeah. And we got talking out there with a, a friend of ours, Ross Edwards, who's a, a radio announcer on, on Mix 94.5, our radio station here yeah. in Perth. And a douchebag. And, and <laughs> <laughs> complete douche. And, um, we got talking about this, do you get sick of genres? And I just find it a very interesting chat. Well, he said FPS. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's, sick, he's of sick of FPS. And I can't blame him because we have had, what, 10 years now of Call of Duties and Battlefields? Well, Modern Warfare, I mean, they've, they've been around for long, longer, but I think Modern Warfare 2 was the one that got everyone... The, the mainstream into it, didn't they? Yeah, pretty much, right? And it was the, it was the, like, the, the storyline was great because people still quote that story to this day. But it was, I reckon, the multiplayer element because, oh, you know, um, it was the first first person shooter that I reckon got it right. Like, in terms yeah. of, you know, like this, this sort of, uh, this, this open area that's all boxed in and it's 6v6 or whatever it yep. was. Yep. And then, you know, you all congregate and help each other or, you can just run and, you know, if you wanted to run and gun, you could. If you wanted to sit back and bomb, you could. Um, 
it had those elements of there was a reason to get kills, which was to get your kill streaks. And was just, like it was, it was a, it was the first one that I reckon brought all the elements together and did it really right for a multiplayer FPS. But I think we're, I feel like we are, I don't know, we're we're sort of shifting. Like you know how we just go through stages of genres being really popular for a while. Yeah. I feel like the the and I reckon the next Call of Duty World War Two will really tell us whether or not FPS is dead for the time being. Oh, I agree totally. That is a very true statement. Right, yeah. because um, Battlefield 1, uh, it didn't do too bad, but there aren't a lot of people. Apparently, the servers on Battlefield 1 are dead now. Yeah. There aren't a lot of people playing that game anymore. No. I think they all got pretty excited, as we all did, that they went to a, a World War element, you know, and it, it looked quite cool, which is what... Um, modern warfare is going to now. And I'll give you two examples. We talked about this too before, but I'll give you two examples of what they do that can make it, that give the genre life mm. or kill it. You look at Titanfall 2, which took that genre, that F- FPS, and added an element of the, the, the Titan. Oh, the Titans. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, it's Because wicked. all of a sudden you could be a pilot, you could be a <clears> Titan, <throat> you know, and it was still, essentially it, it was Modern Warfare 2 in a map, six on six, but you had... An element that was great. But it was two different ways to play, or it was two different ways to reach the same conclusion, which was kill the enemy. True. You could either do that by running around the map as, you know, you just in your, just being your guy without your your giant, massive, hulking, bloody mech. Yeah. Right? Or you could jump in the mech, and all of a sudden, the way you move, the way you have to play the game, everything completely completely changes, you know? So, I think that was a good change. Yeah. And then you look at Infinite Warfare, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare which tried to, to mix it up too, but it fell flat in its face. Yeah, because I think they didn't... I don't know whether it tried to mix it up. Uh, it, it did try to mix it up, but essentially, for me, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare did what pissed us off about Destiny's later DLCs. All it did really was a reskinning and a few extra elements. Yes. Like that, you know, it had a new storyline, but the storyline was a bit convoluted. It wasn't yeah. really emotional. You couldn't really emotionally invest in the storyline. Yeah, I agree. Excuse me. You know, yep. so there wasn't that pull. No. Nah. <laughs> pull. Ah, pull. <laughs> That's three now. Um, so, you know, that, that was the issue that that had. But, I, yeah, World War II will tell us whether or not FPS is is dead or dying in the ass because, you know, if, if they have a... A, if they have an absolute blinder year and then we see people on those servers for another 12 months, then I can confidently say, yes, FPS is still around. But for me, the best change that has happened for first-person shooters mm. that has stopped me from getting tired of it, because I did get tired. Of, I haven't bought a Modern Warfare game for a, for a little while, mm. right? Mm-hmm. A Call of Duty game. Um, the, the change that did me back into first-person shooters was Overwatch because it wasn't about who racks up the most kills, although some people play it that way. You, <laughs> It was about how well you strategically place your team and play together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they throw in the other elements like loot boxes, little things to sort of keep you interested, like the Summer Games event, which they've, you know, put out. All the all the reveals, all the teasers, all that stuff. It's, right. It's they a complete have, package. They've built a world. They've built a complete package, something yeah. you can really, you know, sink your teeth into. Um, there's a there's a story there. There's you know, you watch those stories and you're emotionally invested. Yeah. It's it's everything to blow the senses away, plus the gameplay as well, and the Call of Duty games lost that. Correct, and I I reckon that's where Destiny failed, because if Destiny had taken the Overwatch, um, overall plan and I guess the the vision, yeah, of they uh, we talked about this before, but they, the the team behind uh, 
Overwatch at Blizzard must have planned that out to the nth degree because they had, I could just imagine, see this whiteboard in this big office with all the characters. And then what was the, um, what was the one that got revealed on online? You said there was, it was about a year ago. Oh, a uh, Sombra. Sombra. Yeah. Perfect. Great example of great planning, great strategy to get people who are already playing the game more interested again in the game. Yep. But would it work for Destiny, that sort of thing, right? With with Overwatch, all you can be is one of the 20-odd characters that are there. Yeah. And it's just, it's you're not playing the story. You're just you're just versing each other to see who can capture the point or who can push the payload. Yep. Whereas I don't know whether or not they could do that with Destiny because the guys that you have to actually become emotionally invested in are the non-playable characters around you. Yeah, you know, right. they're the ones who carry the story, right? Whereas the guy that you actually play as, he's just a guy that a, a random ghost with Peter Dinklage's voice, well, for the first part anyway, mm. wakes up because, you know, these aliens are attacking Earth. Mm. You know what I mean? So, like, the, I don't know how they would actually get around that in terms of defining that story. But yeah, that's, but that's what they're trying to do with the next Destiny. I've watched help their cause too by making all those videos that went on YouTube. That's true. You know, that, that, yeah. they were telling stories within themselves. So yeah. you, got, you got backstory on your character. Yep. Um, but the story, I mean, when you think about it, the Destiny characters are pretty generic. Well, they like, are. you know, you have... You, I guess the Overwatch story is a, a better story. They're pretty, like, they're, you know, when you play as Soldier 76, you're playing as Soldier 76. Mm. When you're playing as Destiny, a character, you're playing as a Titan, a Warlock, or a Hunter. Yeah, yeah, true. You know what I mean? So it's, I don't know, it's kind of hard to build a specific... You have to almost build a story around the world. And I don't know whether that works as well, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the, the original sort of Call of Duties worked so well because you had these guys like Soap... Um, uh, I can't remember, Ghost, mm. you know, you had these really great storylines with characters you could get emotionally invested in, um, characters that you actually played. But I don't know, you the guys in Destiny were faceless. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Like you yeah. gave them a face, yeah. but they were faceless. They were faceless, you know? yeah. Well, what I'll do, I'm going to write this up as a web story and I'll put it on Facebook and I want to see here from our, our, our friends on Facebook what genre they would, you know, they reckon is almost dead. I absolutely agree with you that Call of Duty, this is a crucial Call of Duty for that franchise. Oh, without a doubt. Because if, if it falls flat, which there's every chance it will, because it's, it's got a lot of the hype and yeah. the, the problem with hype is it builds people up and if it doesn't deliver, it will fall flat. Yeah. And it'll, that'll be the death of that franchise. Game over. Game over. Game over. <laughs> car. Car. I haven't said car for a while. No, that's it. So yeah, I don't know. I Yeah. I'll we'll, put we'll online see. and we'll see what happens. Uh, the next bit of news, it's not really news. I think we should just move on for it. Ronnie cancelled on me last night. I was gutted. I was absolutely gutted because I had a whole two days of... Um, you were ready for it. Ready for it, mate. I even said yesterday, oh, fuck, I'm gaming tonight, mate. You went, oh, you lucky bastard. I know. And then he sends me a text about five o'clock. Can't. I think work got in the what way. What did he call you? Huh? What did he call you? No, he said it can't. Oh, can't. okay. <laughs> C-A-N-T. <laughs> Apostrophe. Um, so... Uh, yeah, he cancelled because of work. So I was just gutted. And I think that, like, it's one of those things, it's like when your wife says to you, tonight's the night, and then she goes, oh, no, I'm, I'm a bit tired now. And yeah. you're like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I, see, this is how I, this is how I would, I, I'd give, I'll give you advice here, right? Yeah. Right. If my wife says to me in the morning, yes, tonight's the night, I do not believe it <laughs> until 
half an hour away from it about to happen, she goes, yes, tonight's the night. Okay. Right? All right. Same with, I think you Sound should treat... I'm a glass half full kind of guy. <laughs> you're like, an off, I know, you're off, cheers. I think you should take your gaming partner, Ronnie J. Corbett, <laughs> uh, as the, with the same sort of pinch of salt. If he says to you in the morning or the day before, tomorrow night or tonight's the night, I've got to... You've got to just go... I can't believe it until the headset. Can't believe it until the headset's and on. And the party ch- chat starts. And, and he's, like, he's oh, down. Just, we all yeah. start, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? When right. that stuff happens, bang. Okay. Just quickly, right? Mm. Um, well, look, while we're on the subject of you gaming at home, mm. tell us about the PLE computers, the router. So... The repeater. You kindly gave me an ASUS... Well, PLE did. PLE did. Uh, gave... Us and therefore me a ASUS repeater, which is essentially a box that connects to wirelessly to my router, op- modem router, Optus router. <laughs> That's a pile of shit. Um, and I can then wire into the Xbox from that. Yeah. Now this thing's gaming optimized. Gaming optimized. So and it, it automatically goes. I'm going to draw the data that you need mm. and send it to your Xbox. Correct. And prioritize it over everything else. Correct. Now, if we game last night, mm. I would have been able to tell you how it was because I don't really use online apart from when I'm co-op. So I'm going to have to repeat it, report it next week. But we'll do a web story and I'll do a video about it to, to review it for sure because I tell you, I'm bloody impressed with how easy it was to set up. Mm. I'm bloody impressed with how it looks because it's got this funky red light. That, it's pretty cool, it, isn't it? Mate, like mate, glows. It's actually and, like a, almost like a, yeah. a decorative piece inside the... And it's a touch lamp room. too. Like if you tap the little Asus yeah, uh, logo on the front, you can turn the light yes, on Yes, it is. All these cool little so, things. Um, but I'll, is it any good? Well, that's... We'll it's, figure it's, it out. It would be a connection thing. But I, I'll know straight away because my NBN and Ronald's NBN are both... Shut up! <laughs> and um, we, we have varying degrees of... Um, success mm. and I've got a feeling it's because I've got three or four people in my house drawing data at the same time. If this thing is gaming up to optimized, which it says it is. And I truly believe that, um, I will have no, it's little things like we have, there's, when we talk online, there's an echo when it's a good, when it's a good connection, you don't hear the echo. And it's little things like that, that uh, suggest to me that if, if, if the, the connection is that bad, that there's an echo on the voice, it can't be that bloody good when I'm trying to shoot someone yeah. from 200, 200 yards with a sniper rifle, yeah. right? So I'll report in next week, but I've I've got a funny feeling it's going to be a bloody great bit of tech that um, anyone who's got... So and, and this is the thing too. I, unlike you, I've never cabled into my um, router from my Xbox. I've always gone wireless. And I know that means I'm not optimizing my gaming experience, and that's probably part of my problem when I complain about how bad the NBN is. But uh, we're in a situation where we're going to some stage knock our house down, mm-hmm. and I yeah, so it's not it's not worth doing. I don't, doing I this don't stuff. see the point, and I've got a I've got a tiny crawl space. I can't get into the roof. Actually, I have to actually. I'm at the point I have to lift tiles and do all that stuff, and I'm not technical enough to lift tiles and feed the cable that way. So I'm just. Um, but I'm I'm also again a glass half full kind of guy. I think wireless connection should be good enough in this yeah. in 2017. It's 2017. You know, so this thing. Could be the perfect solution for for anyone out there like me who can't cable or doesn't want to cable, wants to connect wirelessly but wants to optimize that connection. I think this thing will be the go. So I'll report in next week and let you know. Great. Now let's move on to probably one of the funniest funniest articles that we've <laughs> seen all week. All right, <laughs> we put this up on the Game on Australia Facebook page, um, saying 
<clears throat> so many puns. So many puns. Giving a whole new meaning to stiff competition. I get it. I get it. Uh, Spanish competitive gaming team. Spanish competitive gaming team named Play to Win, as in the number two, or also known as Yugar to Ganar, <laughs> has confirmed Brilliant. that it has partnered or taken on the sponsorship of, wait for it, the world's biggest pornography website, YouPorn. <laughs> See, I'm a red pig, red now, pig guy myself. So am I, actually. I, I, well, you know, I'm a little... Anyway. Uh, so, I, I love Allegedly. this. I love this so much, right? And the reason why is because there's a lot of people out there tweeting their disgust and not knowing that they are, at the same time, making sensationally well-put-together puns, right? Oh, so, right. there's yeah, this yeah. guy, right, who's, who, who saw it, and he was like, Martin Pudgeon Cump, or whatever. And he Sounds goes, like a dick. Yeah. Good one. Thank you. And he goes, mildly disappointed by at YouPorn picking up an esports team that hardly anyone has ever heard of before, <laughs> wishing them the best regardless. Hardly. Now, <laughs> you'd, you'd expect YouPorn and Hard to go hand in yeah. hand. <laughs> hand in hand. Hand in hand. <laughs> Thank you. So, uh, look, this is, this is, look, at the end of the day, it does raise a bigger question of, um, you know, can we be choosy? Like, we're in a space at the moment where I'd say for maybe the last six years, and this was the first thing that went through my head, is for the last six years, we've really seen esports blossom. Since that big Dota 2 international tournament mm. in 2011 with the, with the $1 million prize pool. By the way, this year it was $29 million. Jeez. No kidding. So, you know, we are far from, I reckon, as an industry, we are far from being able to be picky. In terms of who's supporting who, where the money's coming from. I mean, don't get me wrong, like drugs and all this stuff. No, leave it out, right? But you porn, it's pornography website. Let's be honest, most of us being gamers have probably been there once or twice, or yeah. per day. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, can we be picky? I don't, I don't think we can, Dan. I, I think we're in a stage at the moment where we need as much money into esports as we possibly can. Yeah, I agree. And uh, and it has to come from somewhere. And if YouPorn is going to put their name, and I got to admit, I I think that they've actually done quite a classy job of it because. Um, you porn look like they're just relying on the fact that the story will get out there and not really going, hey, you know, throwing you porn all over the, the well, team. Well, it's good PR for them. Right. You know, because all they've done with the logo, they've got a cool logo and everything. Um, it's Team TP? Team TP, yeah. Uh, and underneath that, it's just got YP. That's all it's got. Okay. So it's so not even. It's not even you porn. It. Yeah. It's not even we're here to fuck you on the back. You know, like it's not even any. It's not anything that you could take away from that and go. Well, you can't have that in a in a public space. Like the Olympic Games thing before that I mentioned. It, this would be wowsers who are worried about kids who follow esports wondering what you you know YP is. The point being is that bloody hell, every kid, normal kid, I think. Um, probably particularly boys, are going to be curious at some stage and look it up. They're going to find it. Mm-hmm. It's like anything. Yeah, you have a son. Yes. You know, do you want that to happen later on down the track rather than earlier? Oh, yes, I do. But I think you can't... There's a... What did you call me? <laughs> um, you know, I think unless you've got massively, um, you know... Uh, serious security on your router to stop prevent these things. They're gonna they, yeah. schoolyards happen, you know. Like um, my most twelve year olds have well, mobile phones. Yeah, now. my um, 
my nine-year-old, eight-year, seven-year-old came home the other day for something she heard at school, and it wasn't too bad, but it was like, um, it was something around sex. So, but you know, one of the kid, one of her friends had an older brother or sister who said something, and you know, and yeah, it's, and it's gonna, it's, yeah, it's gonna trickle down a little I, bit, isn't I, it? I really think it's inevitable. And um, at the end of the day, we're all, you know, in in, I guess in esports, are most participants adults, or was it? Well, they are. I mean, there's a youth esports, you know, but the, uh, thing going around. The, but the major like in league terms is of adults, the major leagues, they're 18 to 27 other players, and the majority of people that watch. Don't look, this is one thing I wouldn't like to see U Porn as a major sponsor of an event. Like no, I don't, no, no, I don't I want to see U Porn all over the bloody place. I think they can get away with with how they've tactfully done this. Yeah, right with just the YP. And then, you know, people will do their own sort of Google searching and stuff like that. And I, I guess they're probably happy enough for that to be the case. But I, I know you want to say something. Yeah, here, so I'm, I'm getting fired up here. But the, there's a lot of people out there who consume the sport by watching it through Twitch, YouTube, yep. whatever. Yep. And they are young kids. Yep. You know, like the the other company that I'm part of, Flactus Gaming, we conduct youth esports. We've got a Discord channel of 450 plus and they're all students, mm. you know. They're all kids between the ages of fourteen mm. and seventeen, mm. you know. And and they consistently talk about the awesome, um, you know, events that they've watched over the past twelve months. Or you know, the the Overwatch World Cup is happening on the weekend. Are we getting together at each other's places to watch it live on the stream and stuff like that? And those cameras pick up everything. Yeah, those sponsors are all over the place. I mean, yep. can you imagine, you know, them going Overwatch is brought to you by Intel. And Optus and you <laughs> porn. Like, can you, like, it just, that to me wouldn't fly. That, that but wouldn't I, I fly. think at the same time, that probably has to come from Blizzard themselves if they were putting together an Overwatch tournament and considering sponsors who they would actually allow to. Much like the same thing that we do here at, at um, Mix, like our radio station we work for. Mm. We are pretty pick and choosy in terms of who we partnership, mm. partner with for our brand because they've got to match our brand's values as well. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, one final thought, and here's just a bit of a stop the presses. What if none of the wowsers had said anything? We wouldn't be talking about it. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah. we we just spent uh, six or seven minutes talking about U-Porn. U-Porn, U-Porn, U-Porn. If they hadn't, I would have never known about it. Yeah. I would have gone, YPR, don't care. And just, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's actually, and so they're very, they, they're savvy with this. They know what they they know what they're doing with of this sort of do. stuff, right? They know that if they throw this sort of stuff out there, the nanny people out there will pick it up. Of course. Now, Dan, let's move on, mate. This is a big chat. This is a huge chat. I actually feel like I need to like, go lie down for a minute really? to get ready for this because this is a big one. I'm just I'm just doing some maths <laughs> in my head. Anyway, you go. Okay. So earlier in the week, I published a post on the Game on Australia Facebook page. And it features uh, Kratos from the God of War series. Yeah. Fantastic character. Still one of my favorites, I reckon. And great games to play. And he's got one of his angry looks on it. It's a figurine. And he's holding a receipt. Right? At a shopping oh, center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, I remember, yeah. And uh, just to give you an idea of what the figurine's face looks like, it looks like he's <laughs> constipated. <laughs> That's one way of saying it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Just taking a God of War <laughs> shit. We're trying it's, to. It's not going very <laughs> not well. Going right. Very well. <laughs> We can all relate. We can all relate. And I threw it up there, and I, in, 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 in quotations, but my face when I calculated how much I've spent on gaming so far in my life. Tell yeah. us how much you reckon you spent. We're going to talk about uh, it in this week's podcast. I mean, it's a bit of a loaded question because 
too much is not enough, if that makes sense. I yeah. don't think you can spend too much on gaming because gaming is so bloody great and we all love it. So tough dogs is just something we have to put up with. Tough dogs. But <laughs> what a word. in saying dogs. that, I have actually uh, self-reflected and thought about this question and it's not a pretty answer. No. Um, I just working at now on consoles alone, I reckon I'm up to about five grand. Mm, it's not bad. Uh, that's over what, 30 years. So that's not too bad. That's not too five grand over 30 years. I mean, and, that's... and, and dad probably bought half of them because it was, you know, when, when I was a poor kid, <laughs> dad bought the, the... Probably bought all your stuff this year as well. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, so five grand, I mean, that's not that bad, I guess. Nah, five well, grand I reckon is pretty good. It's pretty tame over 30 years. It's nice. It's not bad. I've had to buy two Xboxes in that because my first one got the red, red rings of death and that yes. was just gutting. Um, but then you're talking, that's just console. We're talking, you know, peripherals. So extra controllers, you know, cables, blah, blah, blah. And then we get into the games. I I mean, probably talking 20 grand, I reckon. Mm. My, um, and this is the reason why I brought this up is because I just had my, all of my gaming stuff insured. Oh, good call. My collectible gear, as well as the stuff that I use on an everyday basis. Uh Uh-huh. Insured for fifty four thousand dollars. Is that right, <laughs> yeah. mate? Really, like, remember in the Simpsons when um, <laughs> was it the Simpsons where Stratohuvius? No, is that, was that <laughs> Stratohuvius? Remember that Stratohuvius? Yeah, was it that, that one? episode where they go back to ancient Greece? No, no. Um, Homer's trying. They're trying to tell Homer he's got a Stratovarius um, violin. <laughs> he goes Stratohuvius. The point being is that you know you chuck on a f- bit of you know you've got that rare vintage yeah uh, press. Um, Copy yeah. test press of bloody Halo, the original Halo, or that kind of shit. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. Once you start throwing that stuff in, right, um, it starts to get up there because obviously, grand, but I mean, when you, you know, fifty four thousand wow. dollars. I've been gaming since I was five, so twenty six years. Does Liz know that? No, <laughs> she has no idea. She knows I insured it. It was her idea. A great idea, Liz. Um, so good on you, Kudos. wifey. Well Kudos. <clears throat> but she has no idea how much I had to insure it for. Grand. That's a lot of money, man. We threw it out to that game on Australia Facebook page, and. Um, I wanted to read through all of these comments because yeah, they're okay. just brilliant. So we'll start from the top. Nick Holland, who's just a dead oh, Nick's legend. Nick's a legend, yeah, a, yeah. You know, a great bloke who's always commenting and always part of Contributing, yeah. Contributing. Um, he goes, bloody hell, great question. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> Good start. Seven different consoles over the last 20-odd years and the amount of games. $75,000 wouldn't be out of the question. When I first moved into my house about six months after I got broken into and got completely cleaned out gaming-wise, and the insurance company valued a video game at $35. Oh, fuck that. I know. Bullshit, right? Bullshit. And a console at $150. And from what I remember, the insurance check they gave me was around seven grand. Like 10%, not even, of what he... Yeah, that's... that's, Sorry, man. That sucks. That's really shit out. And that really yanks my bloody chain because... Because they don't get it. They They don't don't, bloody get it. Yeah. Anything like that, you should get um, at least the new value... Because, you know, it, it, any, anything you buy... Well, if it's Nintendo 64 gear, right, you're not paying $59 for a game anymore. No, you're Actually, not. Actually, mind you, I've got to tell you, I've still got the box from Banjo-Kazooie. For the first time in ages, I pulled it out last night. <laughs> Did you? And the, Did it go well? Boom! Should have seen that one. Coming! <laughs> Coming! Ah! Anyway, um, yeah, and yeah. it's got the EB game sticker on it, and it's ninety nine ninety five. Yeah, I think we talked about this a couple of months ago, but same thing. I, I pulled out a couple of um, uh, SNES games. No, uh, sorry, GameCube games. Yeah, that had from Big W that were ninety nine dollars. Yeah, so, so 
Back yeah. then, yeah. I actually think gaming's gotten cheaper. It well, it has. Uh, you know, and this actually, this was probably reserved for another chat at some point. Um, but ninety nine ninety five, and I think to buy a like a really good complete in box banjo kazooie, you're probably looking at about maybe one hundred and fifty dollars, one hundred and seventy five. And so the insurance company should respect they should that. respect because that. if you want that, you know, and that's again something. On, <clears throat> excuse me, only gamers get, but. You, it's not just about having the game; it's about having the the box exactly. and, and the package, yeah. you know, package. So these insurance companies need to start bloody wising up. It'd be like, um, you know, there's probably what thirty nineteen sixty four Fender Strats originals in the yeah, world, yeah. let's say, for example, and you have one that gets stolen, and they're not, they're going to give you a check for for a new Strat. 2017 model, no, which is you, four grand. No, they'll give they you a can't. check for forty, yeah, grand or whatever it is. That's what they're grand. worth, man. Exactly. Um, Shannon Giblet, uh, also oh, yeah. another great contributor. Another great contributor, Shannon. Been, been gaming for over thirty years and oh. subbed to WoW for ten plus years. It's World of Warcraft. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, you can drop some money in that. Yeah. Uh, I don't even want to think about it. Lol. <laughs> Good one. Um, Vic Lanez, yeah. uh, another great contributor. Yeah. No regrets about it. Nah, yeah. And c- couldn't agree with you more, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's two things, two big piles of money I do not regret spending. One is my wedding day oh, yeah. and the other one is, is the gaming collection. What about the hookers? Yeah. yeah bit of regret. Well, <laughs> because I copped the STI. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's where the regret. Is that where I got it from? See, exactly. <laughs> Syphilis isn't fun. No matter what anybody tells you. Keeps you warm, but it's yeah. not fun. Right. Uh, Ryan Spicer, another great contributor. A few bucks, lol. Uh, Matthew Leary, another great contributor. Yeah, I'm not going to incriminate myself on the off chance one of you bastards would tell my wife, <laughs> which is a fair point, mate. Um, fair point. Yeah, although yeah, we would have too. Yeah, yeah we <laughs> you should know though that we try not to tell the wives about any of the stuff we discuss on this for obvious reasons. Well, there's two things guaranteed in life: one, no, no, no wives will listen to this podcast. No, nah. and two, they'll never come to our Facebook page. Exactly. So we're safe. We're this fine. is a safe zone. It's right. a bubble of trust. Um, Matthew Leary, by the way, is one of the guys that I met through the old school retro game zone Australia oh, yeah. Facebook page. Yeah, cool. And he has got one of the most extensive Super Nintendo Entertainment System collections, including. So- the big boxes. Oh, wow. So right? he's talking lots of money. Yeah. yeah. Um, he put up a 360-degree shot of his uh, gaming cave at one point. Yeah. And the way that it's all set up is a whole heap of shelves that line the walls. And um, the big boxes sit in the middle of these shelves, right, vertically and horizontally, right smack bang in the middle of these yeah. shelves. And uh, then everything's built around them, right? And yeah. he's got... Um, the cricket SNES big box. Oh, he's wow. got uh, the Donkey Kong SNES big boxes. He's got, uh, um, I think he's got, he's got uh, the, a couple of the Super Mario All Stars. Like this guy is one of the most comprehensive collectors of Super Nintendo I've seen. I just had a light bulb moment. Why don't we go out there for a and record a podcast out there? Love to at Matthew's yep. uh, Game Kit. Well, he did invite me around for a beer a long time ago yeah, when well, we first sort of met. So yeah. I think this, this is probably a good a good yeah. chance to go out and have a beers and a podcast. Why not? Um, Kerry, please excuse me if I get your last name wrong. I'm going to say Pickler, but it yep. could also be Pitchler. Yep. In 30 years of gaming, I don't want to know. Jason Abdullah, no comment with a little winky face there. <laughs> um, Ashley Zol- Jolly, uh, she put in this guy called Sam Lynch. She tagged him. And um, Sam said, I worked out recently how much I'd spent on an online game, and it was close to $3,000, and that's just one game of many. 
online. So kind of like going back to Shannon talking about World of Warcraft. Oh, right. Because you can drop money in, you know, it's all in-game purchases, yeah. right? So buying I, all that sort of stuff. I reckon I saw one of my mates drop three grand on NBA Jam in the arcade. Three? In oh, like, yeah, this is the guy you're talking, talking about. about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Honestly. Uh, Chris Inglis, I just looked up the value. of This is really cool, right? So there's a, a SteamDB.info is a Steam calculator. You've heard me talk about yes, Steam. Yes, yes. Um, he goes, I just looked up the value of my Steam account using this. US $7,339. Bloody hell. And that's the value of games at today's prices. Wowzers. So it would be more as I usually pay pre uh, pay release costs. And that's not including all the console slash games in the box versions of PC games that yeah, release right. as well. So th- this guy's got to have tens of thousands of dollars worth of stuff. Because, yeah, like once they come out in Steam, we're talking after a little while, you know, 25, 50% in discounted mm. prices today, mm-hmm. you know. So. Mm-hmm. I'd, wow, I'd hate to think. Um, and Heather is obviously his wife or girlfriend uh, has popped in there. You shouldn't have admitted that. I do believe I'll be buying two pairs of shoes now. Uh, so there is, there is at least one. Oh, maybe it's not a safe zone. Busted. So there you go. Uh, look, thank you so much to everybody who got involved on that post. It's always really awesome to hear from our uh, Game on Australia Facebook community on the stuff that we love to talk about. So, it's yeah. truly the one thing I reckon. I'm not a curious person by nature. Um, that's the one thing I actually would love to have some kind of accurate um, Reading about? report about how much I've spent. And I, I, I like if if it's two hundred grand, I don't care because it's been all worth it. Yeah. Um, but you know, at the same time, it's yeah, it's a it can be an expensive, uh, not even a hobby, a lifestyle. Life, a lifestyle, lifestyle, yeah. lifestyle. Good one. Uh, okay, so there's one more thing that we have to do, Dan. And you know what? Funny, we're a little late with this one as well. What's that? This uh, this particular segment usually about forty minutes. We've just gone past an hour. Yeah, but we we tackled a pretty big issue there. It's been a big it's been, se- it's it's been, been a big a session. This big one. issue big podcast. Session. This one. So you know, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. I've got you in my sights. Yes. Oh, damn, I'll limber up. Mate. And you're uh, mate. This is all you this week. Oh, so I want. Do we, no, do we doing a dual one? It's a dual. One. Okay, so it's a dual one. Would you like me to go first? <laughs> I challenge you to a dual. Uh, you, yeah, you go first. I'll mate, go first. Mine's, right? not, mine's not that big. Ha! Huh. Let me out I was at JB Hi-Fi last week, and those of you who are on the Game in Australia Facebook page would have seen this. Yep. And this was mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. Absolutely mind-blowing. Not the good kind. No. (laughs) No, That's right. (laughs) Mind-blowing. Yeah. I was looking around at the games. Yep. FIFA 18 is coming out. Excellent. The Ronaldo version. Yes. Was on the shelves for pre-order. Yes. Dan? Yes. $114. This is JB Hi-Fi, right? So traditionally one of the cheaper retailers. Yeah. That is offensive. $114. I'm offended. I'm offended. I'm actually... As a gamer. Offended. I was was offended as well. It's not as if that prick gets enough money in the world, and yet putting his delicate name to the bloody thing adds another, what, 50 bucks to it? Easily. That now, is offensive. <clears throat> let me tell you exactly what it is that you get for a hundred and okay, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll reserve my offensive um, <coughs> statement until. No, you, you're going to fucking love this. <laughs> okay. <right? Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Eight special edition foot kits. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, designed by soundtrack artists. Good for you. What you know, you clearly. Clearly, the fact that they have put their designed by soundtrack artists means that they're not famous enough for us to give a shit. Yeah. All right? Yeah. 
Exactly. Chris, exactly. Yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo loan for five foot matches. All right. What do you mean loan? Loan, which means you don't get him forever. Oh. On loan for five oh. FUT matches. In the game. In the game. Oh. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. Big fucking deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 20 jumbo premium gold packs. All right. What the hell? What, if, was, what is that even? One per week for 20 weeks. Is it like an uh, in-game thing, is it? All right, yes. It's an in-game thing. All right. FIFA players will know what a gold pack is. Okay. All right. Yep. This is the one that really... Yanks your chain. Yanks my chain. Yeah. Three days early access. Oh, whoop-de-doo, Basil. <laughs> Big fucking deal. Big deal. Three days early access, Three Dan. Days. Oh, How? oh, God. Yes, well done. <laughs> That's worth $114 to be able to tell everybody else that I get to play it before you do. Big fucking deal. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Play from September 26th instead of September 29th. Oh, God. I mean, come on. Come on, EA. This is... This is a joke. This is a fucking joke, Dan. Now I have uh, I threw on the Facebook oh, page. I asked the question. Yeah, uh, is this too expensive, Shannon? At that price, I hope it scores the goals for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good comment, Cameron. One hundred and ten percent. Yes. Yeah. Um, Charlie, why buy overpriced rip off, rip off games on disc? Come to the modern age of digital stores. Now this was an interesting. Uh, we talked about this. I did point. say this. We talked about um, online versus physical products. Right now, mm. in this case. Um, uh, you'd have to go to if you're going to buy it on wherever, right? You got to go through Origin, which is EA's sort oh, of, yeah. you know, Steam or yeah, all that sort of yeah, shit. Right? Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But um, more often than not, the digital versions of the game are pricier than the ones that you see on the shelf. Yeah. So I like I, I can't get on board with this statement. No, I can't right? either. Um, We've talked about exactly this. Right. The fact that Xbox Live, as an example, is 99% of the time, about 20, 30 bucks more expensive than in-store. Yeah. And I don't get that. Um, let's see. Dane says, yes, yes, it is too expensive. Uh, Vic Lainez, very oh, yeah. good. This is very good. Um, always price match. Uh, now, this was another good thing from Charlie as well, right? So this is this is why the Gamma Australia Facebook community is really handy to have a chat to about this sort of stuff because, mm. you know, there's a lot of different places you can go to score different games at different deals, right? Mm. Charlie had another post there. He's obviously been doing his looking around. Greenmangaming.com is a mm. place that sells codes for, you know, digital games, stuff like that. GMG has FIFA PC origin code for AUD7566. Mm. So there you go. There's an opportunity for you there. If you want to pick it up on PC, quite a good price. Clint, yes, yes, it is. Uh, Scott, horrendous. 20 on Gumtree eight weeks later. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good Which point. is a very good point, man. Very good point. Uh, now, Evan, and this is something you and I talk about all the time, Dan. Mm-hmm. It's fucked. Not every <laughs> gamer, casual or hardcore, has $114 to drop on a fucking game that'll be obsolete in a year. Absolutely. Which, 120% agree with that. Which is an applause-worthy yeah. statement because you're right. FIFA 18 will have a FIFA 19. Yeah. And FIFA 19 will have a FIFA, FIFA 20. 20. Yeah. And FIFA 20, I've got to be honest, FIFA 20 is the one I'm probably hanging out for. And the reason being is because it's 20th anniversary, they've got to do something special. 20 years of one game. That's amazing. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? I mean, can you imagine being in FIFA's um, brainstorming thing? All right, guys, it's uh, 2018. We're going to get 2019's game ready. Let's talk. What ideas we got? Yeah. Um, 
Nothing. <laughs> Pretty much. Oranges at halftime. Oranges at halftime. Oranges at halftime. That's a great idea. Put it up on the whiteboard. That's a bloody great idea. That is actually a great idea. Oranges at halftime. You could put that in the settings. You know, you could release DLCs, different kinds of fruits that you could have <laughs> yeah. at halftime. So Fruit Ninja. Play Fruit Ninja at halftime. Fantastic. Um, so, yeah, that's a really great point, right? Um, 2020, like I said, is the one I'm hanging out for because I'm keen to see what they'll do for 20 years of it. Yeah. Because it's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, but he's right. It's a game that'll be obsolete in a year. Now, Destiny 2 is the one that I'm immediately going to go to in my mind in terms of trying to put something together on this, right? And the reason being is because... Destiny, I've probably dropped about 200, 250 bucks on over time. Yep. With the DLCs and all that. Yep. But that kept me occupied and entertained for about three years. Yeah. Right? Yep. You know, this will keep me occupied and entertained until 2019. Sorry, until um, the next one comes out. Yep. Right? Which will be a year down the track. Yep. Yep. So that's the thing. I, I, I think $114 is entirely too much, regardless of whether or not you get some digital shit in it as well. Absolutely. And that's the point. This is my final point on this, this whole um, affair, is that there's nothing physical in that for that extra 50 bucks. Ronaldo doesn't come around to your house and fondle your balls, does he? No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. No, he's so, too busy so he, fondling his the ball own. on the pitch. Yeah, on, in his wads of cash. And um, <laughs> wad. <laughs> you don't get any kind of physical product. It's just like, or in-game shit. That's crap. It's crap. Piss off. Um, Kevin. F- fuck you, EA. Kevin had a reply to Evan. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's great, actually. Uh, the sad Devin. thing is 2017 is $39. It's the thing, man. You can go and get 2017 yeah. for $39. I, I, actually, I actually reckon um, those kind of games, you're better off playing half a year behind. If you don't want to, you know, if you just play by yourself, not with your mates online, yep. you, you might as well save it, save it for six months and then, you know. Look, they have, uh, I, I got to admit, the only thing, the last sort of maybe in the last, what are we up to 2017? So it's been four or five years. In the last five years, there have only been two massive changes that have made me buy a FIFA game. Yep. One was the big jump in gameplay defensively from 2013 to, to 2014. Yep. And the other one was last year when they introduced Journey Mode. Right. The single player campaign, which yep. actually turned out to be quite good. Yep. yep. Right. But that's the only reason. Now, Dan, I've got mine off my chest. Over to you. Uh, right. So mine's very brief. Uh, I'm not even going to bother putting anything online about this because this guy's just a dickhead. But there's a guy called Mr. Donato, who I think is a politician. And I saw a... Oh, Corey Donato. Bernardo? Cor- Bernardo? Donato. Donato. It must yeah. be Corey Donato. I don't, I don't know politics very well. Anyway, this dude, he's got a political party. And here's the quote. He would be happy for 10-year-olds to handle guns and introduce shooting as an elective school subject. It's better they learn to use firearms and play video games. You know what, Mr. Donano? Keep video games and gamers out of your fucking conversation about guns, all right? Just go and piss off. Yes. And if you want to know how gamers do shoot guns, man, I did it in Vegas for the first time ever in my life. I shot a gun and I was bloody good at it. And, and that came from I'm 43 years old, thank you very much. Right. And that came from shooting Virtual guns over a 30-year career. So you can just shove that up your gun, you prick. Now, Dan. Piss off. Get him. Get him. Boom. Couldn't agree more, right? Although there is one thing in the statement that I will pull out that I do like. <laughs> pull I, out. I, I, <laughs> God, it's been full of this podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You and I need to get laid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, Dan. Is it that obvious, is it? So (laughs) obvious. Fuck, it's obvious. I think we'll call this one the purple episode. Yeah, okay. So um, the one thing that I will pull out of this, uh, out of that sentence is, I actually do think it's not a bad thing for kids 
to at some point, when they're young, learn or at least be introduced to how to handle a gun. And the reason why I say that, Dan, is because I have been handling them since I was five years old. So you've handled a lot of things since you were five years old. But <laughs> you, shut yes, your, okay. you shut your dirty mouth. <laughs> so I, and because of that, I have a, a and I look. I'm not one of these, um, you know, Fifth Amendment, Amendment mm. U.S. bloody mm. bang bang America mm. kind of yeah, gun yeah, toters yeah. or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. I just have a healthy respect for them. Mm. Um, well, you're quite good at it. I've seen you shoot guns, and you're actually quite good. Right. So that's the thing, and uh, I can tell you now. <laughs> I always go back to the day that uh, the family got together, all the, the blokes. Oh, I've yeah. mentioned this, yeah. right? This was when we talked about in one particular podcast episode how gaming makes you better at this life. This is all your cousins and stuff, All right? the cousins, yeah. everything, right? Yeah. All these bloody blokes, yeah. oh, we go fishing and hunting and look at us, we're men. And yeah. Pete, you haven't worked a day in your yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Your radio slut. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right? Yeah. And I fucking whipped them. <laughs> Boom! We had uh, we had uh, um, shotgun shooting. We we're doing clay targets. Yeah, and I whipped them. I I hear what you're saying, and I don't have a problem with that. I just don't like it when guys like this dude, who clearly is just making outlandish statements about gaming, un, un he's, he's not qualified to, well, to make that kind of statement, and, <coughs> he's, and he's obviously hasn't done research. He's just picking on gamers. Yeah, like, and that's stuffed. that's the thing. That is the perfect point that you make there that I could not agree with you more on. Yeah. There's no reason why he needs to bring gamers into that, that sentence, nah. right? That sentence could just be, um, I think, what was it? I think kids I'll tell you. Kids need to learn, what is it, from a young age? Uh, no, it's better they learn to use firearms than play video games. Right. Well, why can't you just say it's better they learn to use firearms at the age of 10, yeah. right? And then give us some reasons. Yeah. Not it's better they learn to use firearms than play video games. Yeah. Because then yeah. you're just shitting on video games for no reason, Correct. rhyme, research, or Correct. anything. As you L- say, Dan. Leave us out of it, mate. Yep. Piss off. All right. What do you reckon? You reckon that's it? Oh, mate, it's got to oh. be. A, it's, that's a long one. God, it's a big smash. <laughs> a long one. <laughs> Honestly, if I get laid this week, I'll be very happy, man. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see you on Monday. Yes. Bounding uh, in. Bounding into the out of the lift. Woo! Yeah, because uh, if you've if you've tuned in, um, you would have heard it. If you've made it this far, thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but uh, at the beginning of the podcast, we mentioned that we were recording this on the Thursday. We had to cut it halfway through for some reasons and then come back. Today's the Friday that we're finishing the rest of the podcast yep. off. Um, so yeah, mate, if I see you on Monday and, uh, you got a big smarty smile on your facey facey, yeah. I'll uh, know exactly what happened. <laughs> You'll be floating. You'll actually walk into, you won't even have to take the lift upstairs. No, I'll moonwalk into the You'll office. Moonwalk. I'll moonwalk in. <laughs> oh God. All right. Uh, let's call it a, a week. Yeah. There. Let's call it a week. Let's um, uh, hit the save button. Yes. All the usuals before we go, don't forget to check us out on the Game on Australia Facebook page. Uh, and also at gameonaus.com, you can find us on iTunes, Android. And if you are listening to us through those and Podcast One, mm. please do subscribe to us. Give us a nice, juicy, fat rating if you've enjoyed what you listen to. And uh, please be a part of the community and get in touch because we really do love what our listeners yep. and what our Facebook community has to say. Bloody because ice. a lot of our content is derived from the stuff that you're telling us. Mm. So um, we're, we're really enjoying doing this. So thank mm. you very much for being a part of it. If you're about to jump onto a Qantas International or Domestic, flight or a Jetstar domestic flight, you will notice uh, uh, very soon that there will be an update if you're a frequent flyer to the Game on Australia podcast, which you will find as the first gaming podcast to be up in the air with a commercial airline. Dan. Oh, that's, 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 <sighs> yes. That that's just, it. it still gives me a boner thinking about that. Beautiful. Jesus Christ. You're getting <laughs> a boner off everything. All right. Um, you have to walk sideways out of the studio. All right, Dan. Listen, uh, have a great weekend in gaming. And as we always say, do not. 
forget to save.